listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. His arms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on a sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs, but he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud he opens his mouth, but the words don't come out. He's choking how everybody's joking now. The clocks went out. Time's up. Over. Blow. Blow. Welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And uh this is a very special Wednesday edition of course of the walking dead recap day walking um and uh, you know as usual we reach out to different people have some guests on and stuff mm-hmm. like that um and i feel like if you guys listening to the mtr network you should be familiar with our voice correct um if you're in the chat room um you guys should be familiar if uh you know you heard about our story awesome con and we talked about those cut the, the the cake that we ate mm-hmm. um you guys should know already but uh on twitter she goes by not that ashanti uh but it's our girl ashanti who is you know a host over there for mtr for the scare nostalgia uh show where they talk about all kinds of old scary movies mm-hmm. uh and docu drunks uh another spinoff premium show what's going on ashanti hey guys how are y'all great yeah. great we're glad you, you you're here man i know you know she's a trooper y'all she's been sick for so like since we saw her last right and went to cowfish and everything it was like a few weeks ago and and she's been going through it and 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 still was able to do the show today um sick which you know i i can't even say i would have done which you know we really uh we really appreciate us we do we thank you very much hey i am happy to be here um and i i just want you to know karen i sent you some feedback Mm. because i I was a little hurt that you forgot about those harry bow gummy gummy cokes (laughs) <laughs> she did she sold you out <laughs> I, that hurt, that hurt I didn't heart. know that was the name I'm so sorry can't do nothing nice with people <laughs> they you, were delicious you don't do nothing nice Listen, with people and, and you were the real MVP because you make those cupcakes stretch out like almost two whole weeks like there was a whole balls deep that went past before you remembered and managed to get um, Justin one. Yeah, oh, I was like, no, no, sir, you are not going to eat all these cupcakes. He, 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 he gets some too. I guess you should have left the uh, gummy cokes with us, and then Karen would have remembered. That was uh that was uh, the one flaw in the plan. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> um, what what is docu drunks, Ashanti? Well, uh, Lashonda and Latoya and I uh, essentially get uh get wasted and we discuss documentaries that we watched um our most recent um releases were um t-rex the mm. story of the young girl who went to the olympics the first olympic boxing champion from uh flint michigan and the one before that oh we did um paris is burning oh which was incredible um, I think the first one that we did was um, 13th. Yeah. So, yeah. I actually kind of felt bad I got plastered for that one because it's so serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you um, know what? But in a way, maybe you need some brown, you know, mm-hmm. to, to watch that seriousness down. Maybe maybe you own to something. Maybe when I watch it, I'm going to get drunk and then right. be like, oh, you know what? Injustice is bad, but 
this 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 crown is good too yeah, well you definitely need it to help you like flush the pain away as you watch it mm. but then later on once you discuss it you kind of like want to be able to speak about it on some kind of authority without mm. the aid of booze um but it prevents you from crying so, well i don't know i kind of get weepy i get uh, weepy and sleepy it just uh, depends on what you give me oh yeah i can understand that now yeah. i get sleepy that's me I, if i was a sad if i was like a crying drunk i definitely couldn't watch the 13th and while drunk because i don't know what i just jump out my window or something <laughs> <laughs> karen just come home and the window just busted out they're like what happened yeah he's just watching the documentaries drunk um well that's dope man and um it's cool that that you know uh you're spreading your wings in this podcasting thing you've been uh you know listening to us uh for so long and uh it felt like we knew you before we even knew you right so it's been awesome to get to meet you in person and hang out with you a couple times and everything so um and, and we plan to see you again at awesome con this year mm-hmm. so uh i can't so wait I've for that seen, i've seen like the sanctum sanctorum that is the tvgwc <laughs> studio <laughs> yeah that's true she's been in this she's been in the studio she's seen karen's vibrating toothbrush she's like had the yes. whole the whole <laughs> tour the whole shebang guys okay yeah i told her i said baby we definitely love you because everybody don't come up in here Mm-hmm. she's seen where the yeah. magic happens guys um all right well speaking of the magic okay this is the black autist podcast you can find us on itunes and stitcher and podomatic just leave us five star reviews and if they're nice we'll read them on the air it's that mm-hmm. simple mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball and bullet ball extreme extreme correct um and uh no sponsors today just us hanging out okay um it's late in the week late in the month and uh mm-hmm. we just hanging out um and of course you know we review the walking dead today yeah. um i'm really trying not to do white people um fucking with black people today so i'm gonna just let it slide okay we, we, we gonna let it slide We're getting to the end of the season there's a lot to discuss it is you know do white people really care probably not Mm-mm. so let's just get right into it ah, uh today ah, ah, ah. <laughs> um so this episode of the walking dead was called is uh episode 15 of the season uh it's called something they need um and um you know with the finale being next week you know things are starting to wrap up right um you know wrap wrap up ramp up however you want to put it some of the plot lines of the season are starting to come to a head right um karen you know we should start the way we always start okay yes what you think about this episode overall thumbs up thumbs down oh i loved it karen loved it that's right the groundhog sees a shadow three more weeks of winter guys <laughs> Uh, what about you, Ashanti? What do you think about this episode? I wish I had more hands so I could give this episode four thumbs up. Four thumbs up, okay. And uh, for me personally, I loved it as well, guys. I can't even, can't even front. I, you know what it is? It's like um, maybe two episodes before the last three, I felt like you know things are getting stale in the relationship. You know, you start looking around at other people you're like what should i do you know uh, your, your work husband stars looking kind of good oh and then th- and then just the last three weeks i feel like walking dead just came in the bedroom and handled business and i was like i don't even know what i was thinking 
walking dead i apologize everything is fine y'all really held it down this week uh because i love this episode and i've loved the last three but i actually like this one the most of the last three which uh you know i didn't know that i would feel that way yeah. yeah. On the subject of work husbands, may mm-hmm. I just give a shout out right quick mm-hmm. um, to my colleague Eugene? Um, I put him onto you guys, and he absolutely loves the Walking Dead um, uh, recap shows. Oh. Uh, and literally, since I told him I would be recapping with you guys, he's be like, "Okay, so when are you going? When does it come out?" He knows <laughs> it comes out every Thursday. What? Um. Uh... Before he left this afternoon, he was like. Does Tomorrow, you, right? Does I'm Eugene like, have a mullet? Yes. I just need to know. Does Eugene have a mullet? No. Oh, okay. Because I was. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was. I was hoping he would be at work, like <laughs> older gentleman. Eugene. Mm. No, no Tennessee flat top. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, <laughs> um. This episode is uh, also holding steady at that that ten and a half million rating. All right. That looks like that's gonna be the mark. Yeah, I like that's the new the new the new standard standard for now. Right. Um. And uh, I guess to sum it up, there's three different locations: Hilltop, uh, the Savior's Sanctuary, and of course, um, uh alexander no not alexander uh oceanside mm-hmm. uh so we find the crew finally goes back to oceanside to get them guns uh and then negan has captured sasha so we find out her you know a lot of a lot of her fate what she's going through and then um in hilltop maggie's dealing with gregory as he uh gets cupped um i guess uh <laughs> he is the worst this is correct um i guess we can start because i've really broken it down by location okay that's right guys i do the extra work okay guys all right the mother shows they're not doing they're not pulling these all-nighters like your boy okay i got y'all um ah! so, <laughs> uh, uh, so we i guess we can start with uh the locations uh and i think probably best to start with hilltop because i feel like it was the shortest and the right. least amount of shit happened in Correct. Hilltop. So let me, let's start with that. Then we'll go to, um, the sanctuary and then we'll go to Oceanside. I think that yeah, that's about, sounds like a plan. Yeah, that's about the order. All right. So Hilltop, Maggie was hanging out with this new dude with a, like a Latino dude with a man bun. Uh, uh, I don't know what was happening there. Named Eduardo. Uh, I caught his name on a closed caption. Uh, you know one of the things I've noticed now in the last like four to six episodes, they're starting to sprinkle in diversity all throughout the cast. Yeah, a lot of brown people yes. popping up. Like, Listen, yeah, I gave I like literally don't hear I hear reverb. Oh, you good? You good? You good? Okay, yeah. Um, when the Muslim homegirl she showed up talking about those weevils, mm-hmm. man, listen. Yes, my girl Nabila, cutest little thing, just showed up. Um, adorable, right? And she was looking like, um, but for real, that's a tiger there. And I said, that's the realest thing. That's why you need some black people on your show, because because mm-hmm. I feel like that was an acting choice. I feel like they said, yeah, you're gonna go out here, you're gonna tell King Ezekiel that the weevils have gotten into the crops, and she's like, he's gonna have an imaginary tiger back there. Yep. Well, wouldn't I be scared? Oh yes, go with that. That's yes. <laughs> Why haven't we had anybody be scared of this fucking tiger? It is a tiger. That does make sense. Um, so yeah, uh, they, and then they got, um, Jerry, of course, 
but um like the the asian dude i can't remember i want to say his name is cal or something but he's like the right hand man of gregory now Mm -hmm. this is you know eduardo who just like you know hanging out uh looking like a a gap model but doing crop (laughs) (laughs) we would survive that's the thing i think a lot of times when you have this this shit just like no black people survived i understand we less of the population but we would have survived see my my thing is that black people have been on this show there's been a lot of black people on this show to be honest yesterday probably overrepresented uh to be honest on this show um but but as far as like other races though it hasn't been that it hasn't been that much not that much of a diversity yeah Yeah. so i feel like they're starting to for the native american next yeah i just feel like they're starting to step up though have people in there so um they gotta catch them all i guess um get some who in desi's yes why not (laughs) you know like that's the other thing it makes sense that more will be showing up in the later seasons because we will wait out white people you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you gotta wait them out a few oh they are they are they trying to do some crops okay all right cool i'm gonna come through now i'm not gonna come no, when they, they need to start calling up bollywood Listen. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get shahru khan to come in here i'm glad that they haven't gone like the complete racist angle since uh season one when they had like the um the latino gangster that oh yeah that was, that's the only time they really went racist with it where i was like oh i don't this doesn't feel oh, right yeah. but uh it would be funny now if they tried to do some pull. Like, they would catch hell now if they just went to, like, and it's a whole Asian community. People would be like, eh, this feels racist. But, but, ah! but, mm-hmm. but, yeah, they haven't tried anything like that since season one, which apparently everybody loved back then. But, I mean, you know, if that shit happened today, everybody would have been like, this show is so problematic. Mm-hmm. Just like Game of Thrones. Everybody right. loves it now, mm-hmm. but, you know, them first seasons, there's a lot of shit that happened and people let slide all right so yeah in hilltop she's teaching eduardo how to handle these crops and she's like crop husbandry mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eduardo is like uh so you want me to put a tarp over these plants why would and she's like why would we do that and he's like i don't know are you the farmer and she's like all right well we do this and we freeze out these weeds and the weasel end up dying faster than the plants and then we take it back off and now we've just basically de-weeded the garden without having a try and i like this with maggie one obviously she's got this leadership um skill which um you know i i actually like and i really do buy you know it it doesn't feel to me like it's not earned i feel like maggie maggie in a lot of ways is a survivor on a level that a lot of people aren't um by which i mean she's watched everyone she loved die everybody dog and she's still finding some not like a way to go on and she didn't like uh lose her shit not that that wouldn't have been understandable but she never lost her shit to the point like she grieved but she never went like i'm gonna sleep on a bed of zombies or right i'm never killing people again you know i i eat people now like she just never lost it all the way she's been she's she's like kept her shit together in a way that i really feel like um it it sort of like lends itself to being a leader yes and also go go ahead shanti oh i was gonna say but on the downside i guess she overcompensated because she loved glenn so much she put everyone else in goddamn danger (laughs) 
on more than one occasion. Yeah. So it was like incredibly selfish. So every a lot of these characters have had those selfish moments mm-hmm. for you know for some period of time, and I think hers just manifested that way mm-hmm. um, with. So, you know, saying, hey, I'm going to go find my man. So un- unless she falls in love again, I feel like we're safe. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like her weakness was chasing after Glenn. And, uh, now that that nigga's not around, I like her again. Like, uh-huh. I, when, she, when she, her and Glenn were risking everyone's safety to get to each other, Damn. not a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have Yeah, they needed to go. One of them. I was literally from that whole season on the train tracks, I was ready for them to die. Mm-hmm. I think the most annoying part to that for me with that was like, but ain't your sister missing? You know, for yeah. like, like, I was like, wouldn't that be the person you were like, I gotta get to this person? But anyway, um, mm-hmm. so, uh, she, yeah, so she's teaching out, him out of farm and she's like, and I, I'm about to go outside the gate because there's a blueberry bush that I saw and I want to dig it up and bring it in here because blueberry bushes can live for like 40 years. So we need to start thinking long term, not just surviving day to day. We need to start surviving, thinking about, you know, the future for our kids and shit. She's pregnant. That kind of makes sense to me that she might be thinking more, less about what are we doing today and more about what are we doing long term. Yes. Um, compared to other people. And I think for me, when it comes to Maggie, particularly people who've watched like from the beginning to now, because her and her family didn't actually join until like season two. Right. And so a lot of her knowledge and her wisdom is, I guess, a, a subtle shout out to her daddy. Mm-hmm. you know from being on the farm because see these people don't know this about her so to them this is new knowledge but if you've been following the character you're like of course she would know something like that because she's been farming with, out there farming with her daddy for years in the middle of fucking nowhere i think also thank god she's a country girl well, yes. yeah wait say that again ashanti i'm sorry oh i said thank god she's a country girl oh yeah and and the ah! thing and the thing also i like about her is that i feel like the experiences with the other people do resonate with her as in she sounds like glenn sometimes yeah and she sounds like herschel sometimes you know and she doesn't really sound like her sister ever so maybe that's why she didn't go get her i don't know but she but you can kind of tell people had impacts and effects on her life um and she used those things to carry on their legacies and to be stronger uh with or without them And, and that is um that is dope and I think, too, because of kind of all the things she's been through, like you said, she picked up a little bit of everything. And I think that her, the caring of the people, she definitely picked that up from Glenn because Glenn actually was the heart of the group prior to him dying. And kind of the, the, the leadership, um, I would say more from Herschel because he kind of had that older wisdom. And it's one of those things that you can tell that she carried with her. And just just that point of talking from a place of authority versus uh a different place yeah i don't feel like herschel was necessarily the strongest leader but i just feel like he was wise i think right that's what i that's yeah, that's the better i word. think she's very wise you Correct. know what i mean in her own way and um it makes sense that people listen to her and lead and especially in hilltop where there's a huge leadership vacuum like i don't feel like she would necessarily be leading alexandria Mm -mm. with rick around and shit Uh, i feel like those personalities would clash but with a weak ass nigga like gregory around of course people gravitate towards her they're like oh "Uh, we don't want this dude oh it's just slim and they're looking like 
dog when the zombies came you was out here pregnant at all running over niggas with tractors he was up there locked up in the house peeking at the window right um and it's not lost on me that she has this risky pregnancy like she has uh whatever that thing with her placenta going on she's supposed to be resting i think it's kind of like i still feel the way that i felt about this uh when she was out on patrol pregnant where i'm like uh i understand girl power woman power you can do anything but also you know being pregnant is a medical condition pretty much like in a risky pregnancy at that in the z pot with no doctor it's almost like every scene i see with her i'm like girl just sit down just rest kick your feet up you already leading everybody just tell them what to do they're gonna want to do it for you um but she i think she just is a hands-on person she can't possibly see herself not doing things that she feels she's capable of doing. Damn. You know what? Cass always brings up a good point. Mm-hmm. Where is Judith? Mm, and yeah. why isn't Judith with Maggie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I feel oh like. I feel like I have no Maggie idea who's watching Judith, and we'll get to it in uh, when we get uh-huh. to the um, when we get to the Oceanside part because I don't know who's left to be watching her. Seriously, like, uh, like who didn't go? crap who didn't go right like like it has to be one of them like extras it has to be an extra somewhere that's just like yeah you guys remember me the black guy from episode three of season five it's me bald head man i'm just taking care of this baby don't worry about not remembering my name i'm nobody and you would think that the two safest places for her to be is either um long shot but with daryl at the kingdom or sorry carol at the kingdom or oh maggie at mm. hilltop what the hell is rick thinking i don't you know i you wouldn't mind baby it's not his anyway so i guess yeah, yeah i guess he like dang my baby i just take i just paid the child support i'm just thing. a baby daddy uh, you know <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm doing this out of obligations they should have morgan watching her give him something to do that the truth and you know he wasn't harm him trying to be a, he, to be a killer again he, he wouldn't tra- yeah he just, morgan wouldn't harm a baby no he just put a stick in her oh, hand and, and yeah he teach her how to <laughs> she, she come back there a little early. <laughs> right other kids be fucking with her she be tearing them up with that stick why are you, why are you beating the hell out of everybody girl all right. four years old doing like wax on wax off the karate train <laughs> uh so then um maggie goes out to do the bush and gregory walks up on her while she's digging the bush out and ask her what about your emails um <laughs> you know i, I understand you call you call black people super predators in season two and uh Dang forgave you you know i feel like you, you know i'm much better with the blacks than you are um and maggie my favorite thing about this is when he walked up, Maggie basically looked over her shoulder seeing him and was basically like, what are you doing outside of the walls, you weak-ass bitch? Like, asking me what am I, I'm fine, I can protect myself. Like, the weak-ass bitch was implied, but it was so much shade in this scene where it was said in such a pleasant, smiling manner, but it was the most shadiest of shade because it was like, you outside? Damn. You know, like. like Right. Right. Look at. Apparently, somebody got the testicles dropped today. You know. Oh Lord. Uh, she was saying it's so funny. Uh, and then he thought he shot back. Where are your friends? Like you ain't you out here all alone now? Because Rosita's gone. Sasha's gone. We saw uh, in the opening montage. Enid's gone. 
she's with Ricky now. Yeah, he, when he when he hit, when he hit her up. Oh <clears throat> uh, wait, I'm sorry. And Jesus is gone. Go ahead. Right. And when he hit her up on the low, this is what I heard. He was like, "Why ain't you gone with your little friends, bitch? What you still doing here?" Yeah. That you know that's well. What they I were heard. both they were both politely talking shit to each other because yes. it was oh you outside the walls coward and he was like don't don't get too fresh you ain't got no friends here now like i fuck you up um it was a master class in white people shade yes it was like every single time you've ever been pulled into an office and you thought it was a good meeting but it wasn't a good meeting mm-hmm. you know right I'm like oh we're just gonna have your work reviewed uh for the next few days just want to make sure everything's up to shape here and uh you think we're thinking you're doing a kick-ass job i mean it's not don't worry about that and then like two days later you get like green your pink shit your pink slip and like wait a minute that was they was firing me you know is that kind right, of you conversation got, you got to know the keyword right so um then uh she, he's she he's like look why you gotta be so divisive okay you you, ah. up, you come up here with with your politics and your courage and you're fighting back and all this bullshit and uh you know i i mean you got me outside the walls i came out here to talk to you on good faith i normally only come outside the walls because if i want greenery i have a salad that's what the walls for blah 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 <laughs> and she was like um well if you serious about wanting us to work together because she basically was like the reason i'm divisive is because we are divided you're not with us Mm-mm. and he was like well we should have a united front and uh you know uh, she's like well if you mean it i'll come out of your office and we'll talk about it later and he was like all right well i'm gonna head back in and then they heard a branch snap and they both kind of stopped and she i think she realized at that point i'm out here by myself pregnant woman digging up a fucking bush mm-hmm. greg why don't you watch my back and this motherfucker pulled out like the smallest knife it like a fucking paring knife it like ah! it like the knife if you work at a company where y'all have ever gotten the christmas cheese sampler pack yes. it looked like that shit <laughs> like that little that little knife that don't cut anything but cheese yeah what the fuck you gonna do with this little shit greg i don't know but he looked at her and said you know what with the health care i'm gonna go ahead and help get rid of this preconditioned disease you got right here real quick the pregnancy yep yeah he um well my favorite part about this is that she asked him to stay in guard and i think we all as artists had the same thought was this nigga gonna try to stab her in the back of some shit that's what i thought and he clearly mm-hmm. thinks about it he does clearly like he think long and hard like he struggles i should stab this bitch in her back I, he was like when the rest of them come back i'm gonna have to deal with them how i'm explaining this like but he I'm went through the this. he went through it then he stepped back literally stepped back and shook his head <clears throat> like to shake the thoughts out like oh no, no i can't be killing this woman I, this is crazy um so i'm glad that he had a level of uh either cowardice or humanity you guys pick but he decided not to ah, go through with it them. right he decides not to do it and um then a zombie comes out of the woods and this motherfucker was like uh, whenever somebody that's not like really good at fishing or whatever they can't fish whenever they get a bite sometimes like they'll get overly excited when it's not like you scare away the fish yelling and shit that's mean that's why i'm terrible at fishing right well he sees the zombie he's like oh got one and i was like why are you so fucking calm down buddy this is your first zombie what the fuck dude they're everywhere stop yelling and he's like oh we got one and then she's like okay i'll take care of it and she's like dusting off you know getting up from the plant and he's like nope 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 i came out here to protect the pregnant lady don't need the pregnant lady to protect me 
I'm like, that you know that's not why you came out here. Mm-hmm. You know you didn't come out here for that. But, but he but, stuck out there like Paul Ryan trying to save his career. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he tried to make it seem like he was coming out there to be brave. So then he um he's like, Nope, nope, I got it, I got it. And then he ran up on the uh on the walker and um realized that he was scared like he he was like i don't got it yeah he said oh did, well you do it then like he tried like he was doing her a favor like oh you want to kill it so bad good luck but then um she basically was like you move out her name though finally say yeah, oh i'm sorry he say remember her name he said her name oh right. yeah he ain't mm-hmm. he ain't fucked up her name in weeks though right. like low-key low-key yeah that's oh, why really? I th- yeah that's why i think yeah. he was doing it on purpose because ever since she basically got her people in formation in hilltop he basically been he ain't had time to disrespect that way he's been trying to find different ways um mm. so then she was like uh moved in i got it great and then she goes and stat goes to stab one in the head and then some other walker came out of nowhere because he wasn't paying attention convenient zombie and wow. uh just it was <laughs> they hunted him like fucking like animals hunt in the wild ah. like he was looking at one zombie and then another zombie just hopped out like i'm here too um <laughs> and he immediately got scared fell to the ground we did not with that pear knife in his hands with the, right like like he was gonna slice some pears and <laughs> fucking uh the zombie was on top of him and shit and he was like <laughs> my uh favorite line of the night probably um but uh he he goes um maggie help please help me like he yelled that so clearly and so he's just such a cuck shit get real oh shit get real he's such a cuck um um yeah and so maggie stabs officially stabs her walk in the head walks over stabs his in the head the blood gets on the suit and then he gets up and he got blood on him and he looked clearly shaken up by it and then like like out of a fucking high school movie Four, four people walk by. I might as well have been the football team and the cheerleaders walk by, and they see Gregory and they're like, "Damn, dog, you all right?" Because clearly they just watched him get emasculated, and a pregnant woman had to kill the zombie for him. And she's like, and Maggie goes, "Oh, he's okay. It's his first time uh killing a zombie. He's learning." And then, <laughs> oh, that was safe. And then they were like, "That's not what he told us." and then they start walking off ass. right yeah old bitch ass greg i know they call him that behind his back you know what they do mm-hmm. oh, old bitch ass greg talking about killing zombies it makes me wonder what lie he was like oh yeah i killed plenty of zombies oh let me tell you, you, you know. they used to call me zombie killing greg the, the, ah, the ah. zombie kid that's what they used to call me i killed so many zombies Woo. <laughs> i don't <laughs> i don't think they would ever do it but i wouldn't mind maybe like a quarter or maybe a half of an episode dedicated to his background oh yeah i wouldn't mind a five minute yeah just something quick like that enid montage where we find out that gregory has been in that house from the day that z-pac broke out and he just never left left. (laughs) Hmm. people started thinking he was in charge so he just kept acting like it (laughs) i would i'd watch that five minute montage me too sit out again ashanti oh i was gonna say throw a webisode up yeah i'd watch a webisode of that shit i'd watch that um but you know i guarantee it wouldn't surprise me if that's what really happened 
Yeah, or whatever it is wouldn't take long to tell. The motherfucker obviously a coward. Isn't that technically the governor, a governor's mansion, the house that he's in? It's a, yeah, and it was something like it used to be like a museum or mm-hmm. exhibit or something. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I feel like maybe he was the tour guide or some shit and he and just, just lucked into this. And just never left. The zombies just never came that far in. Yeah, yeah. Like your motherfucker just opened a closet full of the same suit and he was like, you know what? I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> I'm gonna stay here. Um. Listen, none of his suits are frayed. There's no like dirt around the collar. Like how is he getting his shit dry cleaned in the Z-Pock? By never going outside. Right. The sun don't even hit it. Yeah. He like, if I figured out how to keep my shit fresh, I sit in this desk all day and I never do anything. And my suit just stays fresh. I'm just gonna do this every day. Mm-hmm. Keeps keeps the original crease in it. I let it air dry for what I'm doing. I'm doing nothing. Oh, correct. Uh, so yeah, he um, so uh, yeah, after he gets obviously punked in front of everybody, mm-hmm. um, he feels terrible and uh, he goes into his office and starts bringing. He was embarrassed. Hmm. I see. You could tell he was mad and embarrassed. Yeah, uh, he goes in his office and looks in the mirror. And he sees the blood on his face and on his suit. And then he pours himself a shot of tequila. And then he ah. pulls out a map of Virginia and he pulls out the sheet of paper that I believe is the sheet of paper that Simon gave him. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week when Simon was like, if you ever have any problems, just come see me and no funny business and all that shit. Yeah, he's going to get there. He's going to be like, I don't even drink tequila no more. I know. He's going to get there. I like margaritas. What? Right you ain't got no slip small liquor bull oh no i I think he changes up as a fuck with him i'm a curious animal um but yeah he says um he pulls so yeah he uh looks at the map um and then he calls out to uh his uh asian slave dude cal uh who i don't know where this dude came from and why he's so loyal to gregory i don't know Mm-mm. um but he calls out to this dude and he's, he was, you know what he gets to live in there with him like it gotta be a bonus but he don't live out there with everybody else i have no idea i just wish i don't i don't know he never has talking lines nope but he just show up he just walk, opens the door be like yes gregory that's his old line every every week yes but greg was like we're going on a trip and pack a bag so i'm assuming they're leaving the compound one gregory can't even leave the compound by himself no survival skills right so he couldn't really just shit off right now right right everybody else just packing bags and hoofing it by foot and he's like nope fuck it i'm gonna drive in the limousine yeah however far oh, no, 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 no. i was just saying that i had like a real ain't shit thought oh like um about those two oh but, you think maybe uh he took the deal that maggie and sasha turned down and oh no no, no. i was oh. just gonna say that maybe those two were lovers but you know. oh yeah that's what i mean yeah because you know um okay, okay. he he offered sasha and maggie on some like well maybe we can come up to my room and figure some things out i mean we don't know how greg gets down the bedroom maybe he asked cal and cal was finally he got to somebody that was like well shit then dog pass that tequila let's let's do this i don't know I, I, you mean tell me i ain't got to be out there with everybody else yeah uh so yeah he um by the way he would be the worst person to go to for protection in epoch i couldn't see myself doing anything for that dude um so yeah they go to um so he basically tells oh, him i'm about to say something racist unless he no oh no okay no don't oh <laughs> you didn't have to say anything racist you I literally didn't have to say anything know. racist you knew it was racist and you went ahead and went with it anyway for what <laughs> 
should have went with the blowjobs, Karen. I know you're gonna watch. Uh, yeah, I know you're gonna definitely be watching. If it's, not, uh, if it's not karate, definitely the BJ. Some love me long time. I I know <laughs> what you're trying to say. Oh damn it! Y'all y'all so <laughs> racist. Now that meeting makes my joke worse. Y'all so racist, man. Can't believe y'all would come on my show and spread this sism around. I mean, I don't agree with none of these jokes. I mean, jokes is jokes. I mean, why else did he pick the one Asian dude that's probably in the whole compound now that would be funny if he thought he knew if he thought he knew kung fu because he was racist that would be funny but you really think he might know kung fu because you racist now that's not funny (laughs) that's That's just plain racism karen that's even better Mm -mm -mm. ladies um (laughs) you were thinking it too no i wasn't i actually I absolutely was not you thinking it. You just didn't jump off the bridge with us. Uh-uh. I was not that don't You ain't bringing, bringing me down with that evil Ricky Bobby. <laughs> hey, Karen, I just recently received my naturalization um, to hell. So now that I'm, I'm an official citizen, I, I can talk to the devil. Mm. Put a good word for you. Interesting. Because she going to be that too. America's looking pretty bleak. Y'all going to both so, be in there. It's always mm-hmm. a party in hell. <laughs> I'm too saved up and prayed up to be dealing with y'all <laughs> on this show today. Um, it's in the sanctuary. You too blessed to be stressed. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't gonna get me. You gotta play the orange away. Y'all problematic jokes. <laughs> y'all wonder. Y'all wonder why they writing about Dave Chappelle? Cause the people like you. <laughs> That's why they don't like Dave Chappelle no more. That, that's why they don't like Dave Chappelle no more. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> before, before these, before these two, before these two Iron Fist fans really interrupted me. <laughs> I don't watch Iron Fist. Mm. You already got your, you already got your tickets for Ghost in the Shell, here. <laughs> you already got your, you already got your tickets. In the sanctuary. I'm being in the front row with my pink pussy hat on. And the saints and the, uh, uh, the uh, 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 oh god, we're never gonna get this done. <laughs> you you started it talking about that goddamn ghost in the shell. Cause you was the one being racist. <laughs> you started it with racism. I didn't start any of this. Come on, so calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. Just call them niggers. Just call them niggers, then Karen. If you gonna be racist. <laughs> anyway. Ashanti's sick, Karen. I'm sorry. This is what you're doing to her. I'm not trying to make you die on air. My bad. As I was saying, in the sanctuary, Sasha is in a holding cell. Uh, which is funny because people were like, oh, she's dead. Remember someone wrote us last week and said she's dead? And I was like, Look, I know she want to go be on Star Trek. It's not gonna happen that fast. Not that fast. Like walk around the corner and get shot. If they gave a character that people know and love an off-screen death, people would be pissed as fuck. Right. Because you have to show how that person dies, even if you're gonna kill them. So I had zero anticipation she would be dead. Okay. Um, but but I did think maybe we would get like a couple of minutes of her storming the compound before they locked her up. Nah. We just came back. She was in jail because this ain't an impossible white man TV show. And apparently you can't kill 75 people and kill Negan by yourself. No, you can't. Mm, interesting. 
uh john wick would have got it done though i'm just saying all headshots <laughs> that's how i would actually end a season if i see that's why i can never direct tv i would literally just have somebody go john wick in an episode and people would be like what the fuck was that that'd be the season finale like and i'm done i'm not explaining shit rick went complete john wick crazy we wrote him in a possible situation he delivered 37 headshots and killed negan (laughs) and there was no war people would be like man fuck this show anyway (laughs) (laughs) right and i'll never do it again either like that's the other thing people like oh this week rick will get him out and i'll be like no Mm -mm. no rick's Mm -mm. back to normal yeah we ever get rich enough to start our own production studio boy our idea is gonna be flames so uh she's in the holding cell and uh dude comes in and asks if she's okay and she's tied up and basically like uh unable to even stand she's tied up uh she asked him for some water and the dude was like can i offer you some dick with that water no and she like some semen in your water no sir i didn't ask for a side of semen uh but he was basically like i could get you some do you remember me from last night and she was like no and he was like i was the guy with the rope and rope could come in handy for a lot of things i like to do that bdsm girl uh worse than that uh and then he said um my bad and then he was like um also uh if i get you some water i could get in trouble for that so you gotta make it worth my while so what you gonna do for this water and she was like not a goddamn thing man i'm not that thirsty then right and then he was like uh 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 when she said no he was like uh let me rip your shirt open and he was basically like and he got close to the end was like how thirsty are you i was like oh he was the he, the creepiest motherfucker, and that's the same creepy ass motherfucker that did that thing with Enid with them with them balloons. With Enid, Enid, why I keep calling her Enid? I don't know because no one's ever been named Enid. Enid, Enid with the balloons. <laughs> but yeah, so that is the same dude. If I'm not mistaken, I thought it. Was, I, I don't know. I've seen him being creepy before. Okay. But shit, all them creepy dudes look the same. My bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, like not to be racist. All white people look the same to me. I could not tell if he that was dude white and creepy was supposed to be the guy that you know because there's multiple dudes that's been creepy towards enid right there's the dude yeah. with the balloons then there's the dude with the um last week that was like i don't know who you think i am right like i don't even know if those are the same same people mm-hmm. but yeah he he basically leaned over real close to, to sasha ah! you ain't shit. i know I mean, he really ain't shit. I didn't do it. And Sasha headbutted the Sasha headbutted the fuck out of this nigga. What? She headbutted this dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this record skip. Right. She was basically like, "Hell no, we're not having that type of party. Turn that music off. Get your hands off of me." Right. And then he was like, as a as a true Pepe Le Pew fan, he was like, "Oh, fighting just gonna make it last longer." which for the record is fine by me he starts trying to undo his belt um and i you know i'm cringing because i'm like man this is one of those shows where i feel like they understood like in the comic book where they had like sexual assault and shit they knew like oh you can't we can't be doing that Mm -mm. like and i think even if they go back 
in time uh i bet robert kirkman would actually not put that in the comic book i bet you would to be honest yeah uh i think that's him that and cutting off rick's hand in the comic i think are probably his two biggest regrets with that Mm storyline um so anyway um dude is basically you know about to just try to nate parker the situation and uh negan rolls up and hits his bat up against the door and he's like oh what do we have here He's like, um, uh, you know, rape is against the rules. Um, and I wouldn't want to be somewhere where if someone was in charge and they let that kind of something like that fly. And the dude was like, uh, I was, you know, uh, he looked like he pissed himself. My favorite thing is that Negan's first question was like, were you trying to rape that woman? And Buddy was like, ah! Buddy was like, uh, I was just, he was like, I know what you was trying to do. Like, that's a rhetorical question, dumbass um and uh we find out that this dude's name is dave um and um you know it it goes back to something i've been saying negan is the only one that keeps this dude in these dudes in line yeah them crazy dude yeah he's the only one man he's 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 definitely a totalitarian like he's perfect dictator right like it like does he have problems of course he has problems Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to live there clearly uh if i had a choice of where i could which community to stay in i wouldn't want to stay in his face burning get your head beat in with a badass community but for the record um those dudes that live there seem like fucking savages and the only thing stopping them is that they're so scared of negan that they'll actually fall in line and be like okay i'm not gonna do this shit yeah but that's it yeah, like like negan is like so good that he literally makes himself omnipresent so mm-hmm. you know you know the consequences if you do something fucked up if you break one of his rules like you can go out and do whatever you want you know you know mm-hmm. be silent if you want to but as soon as you bump up against him he'll take you out he doesn't give a fuck right and so uh like he will essentially that type of fear just makes people kind of self-police like yeah because somebody gonna tell they just won't do it because somebody's gonna tell because all of them are Negan. Yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. all Negan. And it's one of these things where he's like, hey, hey, hey. Now I know my wives, who I have sex with, is here by choice. Mm. But, yeah, technically, I do rape them. <laughs> but, <laughs> as far as you concerned, you got an unwilling <sighs> victim. So I'm not gonna stand for this bullshit. Yeah, Negan's definitely a guy who's very particular about what kind of rape he allows. Cause I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call forced bartering for sex to necessarily be, um, consensual. But at the same, but, but, but at the same time, he, like, it's that thing where he has made logic in his mind of, well, look, any woman could get out here, get a gun, and you know fill a position you don't have to be my wife because they have several women in the compound they're basically like i got a gun i kill motherfuckers i do whatever the fuck we got to do he's basically like everybody in here gotta be earning in some kind of way and if if you really just don't like you can't think of nothing else to do you can come have sex with me that's it dude maybe must have been like a talent scout for barbazon before the z-pock mm-hmm yeah, like so. I don't. I like. It, it's like in his mind, he has a logic to it. But what he doesn't like is 
jump out the bushes type of raping he don't yeah, like he that go, i don't do that <laughs> yeah he's like i'm 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 not cool with that on on any level mm-hmm. no 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 surprising so, so of course dave apologizes because he clearly was wrong mm-hmm. and then uh negan pulls out a knife and stabs that nigga through his throat yeah i didn't see that coming yeah you thought he was gonna talk to him talk it out i don't know what i thought but i i didn't see the knife through throw i thought it was gonna be a cross i knew that was gonna be through i think it into his gullet I think for Negan, his mind <laughs> his mind works in a very like, listen, I have rules. Now there's people that aren't under my purview, like they're not under my leadership or my command yet. So if they break my rules, I don't necessarily come down them uh, on them as hard as I come down on my own people for breaking my rules. Yeah, because literally Sasha tried to kill him last night, and he seems way less pissed off about that. Then the fact that Dave knows the rules. And old Dave just can't stop himself from trying to rape people. So he's like, I gotta kill Dave. This is ridiculous. I gotta set an example. So he stabs him through the throat. Dave dies, falls down into the cell that that Sasha is in. Uh, then he says, somebody needs to get Sasha a new t-shirt. Uh, then he cuts, uh, Sasha loose from her ropes. Uh, the ropes that Dave provided. And, um, and let, <laughs> And then uh he basically offers her um kind of like the same thing. She's bucked up against him. This guy's in my opinion weakness. Some maybe people see it as a strength. His one weakness is when people buck up against him, he always like bends over backwards to like offer them to, to break to try to break them. To offer them something to get them to come work for him. He's one of those guys that loves a, a rival, like someone that's just like "fuck you." He's like, "Oh, really? Okay, let's." I, this person's interesting, you know. People that fall in line not necessarily as interesting to him, right? Um, as people but who yeah, don't. He, like I said, he's a talent scout. If he's mm-hmm. something, if he sees something in you that is useful to him, he'll groom you. Yeah, essentially, but he, he's the perfect. He's a headhunter. Yeah essentially yeah, and i didn't realize uh um this until later on that that uh i think nina pointed out project family it's the same knife that he killed spencer with oh yeah I, that i mean that's his that's his people killing knife right. you know when he kills a white man he likes to do it in the same fashion every time the same way so then he starts talking to uh sasha ah! wow Ever since I was 13, my biggest problem has been just to find the right road to get to that rainbow that everybody hey. talks about. And like most people get close enough to count the stripes, but they don't have enough guts to reach out and take that pot of gold. And what are you finding? I'm going to walk off with the whole pot. You going to share that with anyone? Yeah, he starts recruiting her, and he, he praises her beach ball size lady nuts, mm-hmm. and says that he wants her to basically come work with him. Um, and he said the only thing is he wants to know if Rick put her up to trying to kill him. And she says, "Oh, you mean your bitch?" And he was like, mm, "Okay, so it that definitely let, wasn't Rick, right?" That let me know that Rick ain't uh-huh. had nothing to do with this one. It also lets you know, like, you know, whether Sasha was playing an angle or not in this situation um i feel like she really do think rick is her bitch is is his bitch and i think and i think part of the reason she thinks that is also because she's not privy to the plan necessarily Mm -mm. um out the loop yeah and that's why she joined up with rosita so easily because rosita basically showed up was like i need your help 
and she was like well okay so what what is it rick ain't rick ain't she was like uh rosita was like rick got guns and they still not going and he she was like she had a look on her face almost like i knew it like that bitch ass nigga we gonna do it ourselves um and i think this that was real when she said he was a negan's bitch um and so negan was like okay well um here's the thing uh i'm gonna give you a knife the same knife that i just used to kill this dude and you can either kill yourself uh you could try to kill me right now but i got this baseball bat and i got the higher ground right um he says or you can let zombie rapey davy eat your face off which would just be weird i don't understand that but right or you can kill zombie rapey davy and save yourself and join my cause Mm -hmm. um which um i'm not gonna lie when he left her alone along with that knife i wasn't sure which one she was gonna do a meat yeah i was literally like it could probably be all of these including the zombie eating her face because sasha had a moment when she used to be crazy as fuck and And, i'll never forget and she wanted to kill herself like she purposely would do shit to get herself killed Uh uh-huh so then eugene comes in later and he's got her a blanket and a pillow and some water right and because everybody's like i'm not taking my ass in now sasha's you, first you walked in and all you could hear was we're on easy street yeah <laughs> <laughs> like he he should have knocked on the door with that da 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 on easy street what's going on sasha <laughs> um so he walks up in there and he's got the pillow and stuff and ashanti said the funniest thing on twitter uh that why did they give her a pillow when she had a zombie in there she could have slept down because <laughs> you know she was sleeping on them she loved that zombie pasta yeah Come on. not the best for your back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, a meat number bed mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so she um so then um she basically asked you know eugene the the, the question we all would ask if that happened to us the fuck happened with you dog like you you over here in a nice new coat and everything what the fuck is the deal yeah say what did they do to you and eugene says they're keeping me safe i brought the real i brought you some creature comforts full disclosure (laughs) the pillow is not hyper allergenic um and then she was like uh look um you look like she just looked at him like he was crazy and um she said basically uh i guess she was looking the way she was looking at he was like if you take me hostage they already told me i'm I'm on my own so like don't even take me hostage because i for sure will just like they won't come save me we'll just be in here together right Uh, they told me you killed me i'm just i'm on my own and he said they locked it up behind him too so he was trapped in there right so most importantly he told her that um she need to pick negan and join because that was that was a smart move that's what he did and she was like and he was like you know because the last time she really saw him um was before she went to hilltop because remember she didn't go back to alexandria no she didn't so the last time she saw eugene was when abraham and uh glenn got their heads bashed in right and if you look at the the moments before then he had picked to sacrifice himself to drive off in the rv mm-hmm. going the wrong way and then uh they knew that you know eventually the saviors would catch up with him and, and for for all intents and purposes he volunteered to die yes he did um 
you know to to impress abe because abe was this brave man and he always had almost like a sibling rivalry with abe where i think Mm -hmm. he made by almost competing and trying to prove himself to abe he made himself into the man he wanted to be in some ways but he said uh he said riding off in that rv was some of the greatest 37 minutes of my entire life but then when he came back and had to witness the bravest man he ever knew dying in his face right and you know sitting in the woods on his knees hoping it wasn't him next he said that was the most terrifying thing he ever experienced and being a savior means he don't gotta go through that shit again because he ain't built for them bodies um (laughs) and then he also said abe would want her to accept negan's offer and she looked at him like, nigga, are you serious? She was like, you a goddamn liar. Right. Her eyes, listen, her eye acting in this all. scene. It's, yeah, her eyes basically was like, nigga, if you, you, I still have a knife. And uh, she looked at him like Maxine Waters was like Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then he was like, well, okay, I want you to stay or whatever. And, um, she was, uh, you know, he was like, you know, just think about it and all this shit. Um, and I, I just got to say, guys, uh, I told y'all Eugene wasn't playing no angle. angle. No. Y'all going to get enough of believing in these white men. It's Trump's America now, okay? You got to stop. You gotta, when a white man start acting flaky, you just got to accept that person is gone, okay? Because I don't understand what the angle is going to be. People have been talking about all this MacGyver ass shit he can do. He ain't doing none of that. He chilling. He think that he think he's on the winning side. He thinks he's on the he winning side. He's on Easy Street and he is staying his ass there. Right. He's basically like everybody that became a Warriors fan last year. Okay. <laughs> he thinks he got it made. What do you got to do? Just join the bandwagon and don't say shit. Uh oh, LeBron's coming through. Now you look stupid. But unless LeBron has an MVP finals, Eugene's winning with Negan and them. He gonna ride this to these seventy three wins and be fine anyway so eugene leaves and he does note that david's gonna turn and you see david start to turn um and yeah it is you know it does look pretty bad uh sasha kills um the walker and uh yeah. the 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 rapey davy and it's we we don't see her do it negan walks in the door and that's when we see it happen yeah. i mean we see that she's killed it yeah and also she tells eugene to get out like she's yeah. like get out like you need to actually leave before i actually take this she looked like i might actually take this knife and kill you and and and, and do whatever I else i plan on doing you need to get up out of here dog mm-hmm um which you know makes you know, sense though like that, something like i know you're not gonna help me or something yeah, she said something that was kind of slick too, and it just it just slipped my mind. I was like, "Ooh, that was like some some shade." Oh, it's well, killing me. That I can't remember what she said. Uh, Eugene was ready to go. I think he was like, "I'm lucky I didn't get stabbed." Right, because they already told me I was on my own. Mm-hmm. Like in a way, that was the bravest thing he did all day was go up in there with her. Um, and so then, uh, okay, so Negan comes through. And he's like, uh, yo, uh, I see you killed a zombie. Uh, and she's like, you won. And he says, no, we won. It's a win-win. Basically, this way I know, you know, you want to live. And he says, you, you took, you win. This is a big step here. Uh, he takes his knife back because he's no dummy. 
can't let her have that big ass rambo knife um Mm-mm. in case she changes her mind he says we're gonna start showing you some of the positives around here we're gonna set you up in a room let you stay you know in a nicer place overnight so you can see like some of the things that we do um here or whatever uh get you more comfortable uh he says uh also a little birdie told me that rick and your people are up to no good so somebody snitching mm-hmm. somebody snitching i don't know who's snitching I, bitch ass gregory oh listen my money is on gregory i feel yeah, like you know he said the raven as soon as mm, he got to his desk and poured himself a drink because he's been in a position to see everything just about where they've colluded with somebody he doesn't know everything but he knows that like when Rick and them right like remember the season uh the season mid-season finale they met at hilltop yes they did daryl jesus all of them i don't know how much detail he's giving exactly what he don't want no problem so he giving just enough yeah so i don't know you know i don't know how much negan knows and what he doesn't know which is also a good thing for this show because i do want to know you know uh can't because i'm convinced certain things he can't know like he must not know about the kingdom because i don't think the way that he deals with people i don't think that he would have a place where he couldn't step a foot inside and they didn't raid it and he never killed anybody i just couldn't see that right. happening that, that's just a lazy district manager that was like i'm only gonna do i got to come out here i don't want to drive the extra 15 miles so y'all just meet me here and as long as y'all do what y'all supposed to do and i ain't got no problem you ain't got none is it different in the graphic comics um does negan know about the kingdom in the comics i don't even is think this a departure i think in the comics he doesn't even know about the kingdom yeah he don't even know they exist yeah and, oh, the, and wow. the other thing is the reason i'm pretty sure the negan doesn't know about it they reacted like nobody had ever died before when ben got killed like their reaction huh. to that was like like because see um the thing with negan and uh, that group is even before um the saviors had even done anything to alexandra or with alexandra their whole thing was we're going to kill one of y'all just to start off like they like you know people like as much as we like to look back and be like yeah the group you know um oh they were making mistakes they were doing this they, why didn't they try to work like there was never gonna be a time where you could work with somebody that is we're gonna kill you and take all your shit like it just wasn't it was never going to be a tenable situation so i don't find negan to be like this super reasonable guy but i do think that he must not he there's a limit to what he can know in the zombie apocalypse with no internet tv right you, no, you communication, know you he, have satellite stations right all these outposts right so when, you, when you're as big as he is and actually not trying to find nobody really knows his reach as far as the area did they actually cover mm-hmm. And how many? Yeah, see, that, I was just about to ask about that because uh, like, are there some of these networks were set up before he came to power, which is why he may mm. not see the kingdom as being, um, you know, important enough to warrant a personal visit from him. My guess is that he just don't know. I think he delegates certain tasks out to people, mm-hmm. tells them like this. Like I bet you, like for example, I mean, it's, it's right there in the show we know that hilltop didn't know everything about the saviors no they like didn't. they thought they were dealing with the savior saviors and they didn't even know what the fuck negan looked like 
Mm-mm. you know what i mean like they didn't know enough to fucking give rick and them the right information on who to kill and how many to kill and where to go and shit. how big it was yeah when everyone is negan it doesn't really matter yeah you're right right, right because rick thought he had killed negan he like, was like who are you i am negan look at it this way if the kingdom didn't know rick and them if they didn't get introduced to jesus and all that shit they would have straight up like they okay the, the saviors killed ben they go next week kill them six dudes that keep showing up for drop-offs imagine the week after that when fucking negan and them show up with like 700 dudes or whatever the fuck like i I can see how this is a brilliant way to squash it but it also is it keeps negan out of the know you know like he can't know everything you got to trust somebody at some point to tell you the right information yeah all he knows somebody say that uh uh, sorry boss we lost eight people what the fuck and that's when he shows up right he was like you messing up productivity fuck it um all right so uh negan basically you know offers her this room um eugene comes by oh and he says tomorrow's gonna be a big day which i don't know what that means but that can't mean nothing good nope uh because he knows that somebody's snitching he knows they up to no good who knows man i would lose my shit if he shows up to alexandria and gets all them guns or something Woo. um so yeah i would lose my shit uh so then um eugene comes by sasha's room which she's clearly locked in and he talks to her through the door um and she gives like this really she's like this really sad broken sounding like voice of like look i just i'm ready to die i thought about it turned into hamlet right doing the to be or not to be (laughs) (laughs) right uh she was like i'm ready to die i want to kill myself can you bring me a knife or some glass or a gun or something um and eugene's like i no, i'm not gonna do that and she's like um negan is gonna do something and use me to hurt our friends so you need to do this um because i don't want to let him use me and he's like i'll consider it um and uh, and you never see her face or anything during this exchange the first time right so then the second time he comes back and he's like i got something for you I, I got what you needed and she and now we can see her face a little bit and she's smiling almost like cool i'm gonna get me a knife or some kind of weapon and you know at that point i'm like well maybe she didn't want to kill herself like I, it didn't seem like the smile of i can finally kill myself Mm-mm. it felt like a smile like she was up to something uh and so he's like uh i bought you one of these pills that i made to poison you know that poison with poison he didn't tell her this but the pills that he made to poison Egan that he didn't give those women right. he gave her one of those pills now we know that there's like a specific weight limit to this shit mm-hmm. and it will actually take two pills to kill Negan. um but he gave her one and um she was like sad like she looked super duper sad like this is not what i wanted i wanted a weapon and this is not the kind of weapon i wanted because i I don't think she really plans to kill herself Mm. Uh -uh. yeah the thing i got from that scene was she was hoping she would have a knife or something and use it as a weapon to either escape or to kill negan or something something other than fucking uh, the pills to take his poison i don't think she wants to kill herself um 
but uh yes they they kind of like she looked at that pill and she got some socks for christmas right yeah how your kids look at you when you give them a book of draws on my merry christmas they mm-hmm. keep looking like this ain't the shit i really want so that's how it ends in uh the savior sanctuary and then lastly in oceanside um uh which is if you guys remember oceanside is the group of uh all women probably you know the group that black men blame for birth of a nation not making enough money <laughs> um they were uh they they were um we opened with some walkers that apparently had a shipwreck onto a beach and these walkers must have been in there forever because they had some of the coolest special effects it really would look like pirates of the caribbean yes they look exactly like the pirates walking underwater in that first movie yes they had like barnacles growing out of them and seaweed in their mouths stuck on the bottom of them ships where i saw barbosa and davy jones walker johnny Depp was in the background drunk beating a woman you know (laughs) come on guys he's a method actor um and domestic violence is his method mm, but my me talking about karate was too far okay mm, i sound like you just want to get back even but ah! i don't think you were actually offended by my joke um the violence against women is more acceptable than racism in the words of uh larry wilmore i ain't forgot motherfucker okay <laughs> the rest of you people might have forgot but i haven't <laughs> um oh wait what happened did i lose everybody uh mine said waiting on you to return oh wait did the internet go out i don't know i still see me okay let me refresh sorry about that guys i don't know what happened just now um yeah that should come back up in a second that's that uh that is my fault guys i think i just hit the escape button my mistake uh okay i see y'all hey chris (laughs) all right uh i should be back all right cool sorry about that guys accidentally hit the escape button um which is a button i never use for anything <laughs> so you escaped the screen <laughs> i escaped the screen apparently now i know what that does in in crowdcast <laughs> um all right so uh what was that oh yeah so we're back at, we're at oceanside we see the barnacle walkers cool special effect you know like i uh, despite everything people say uh, i really do like some of the things they've done with walkers this year like this has been a great year for this coming up with shit we haven't seen yet you know from the walkers that fall like half the bottom falls out the walker to you know the walkers that um you know the undersea walker obviously the sand walkers on the bridge yeah um, they did a lot of stuff especially the ones the that, car uh, right that they chopped them here i think that was the neatest yeah. one that they've ever did in the whole series they've done some pretty cool shit with walkers this year um and they won't get enough credit for it but they should they should right um all right so yeah they uh fucking see the barnacle walkers and then they don't show you where they're going but i mean where else is there uh and in this mod- imagine the smell oh, oh. god wants to smell like the atl orgy up in there oh mm, yes oh, it must have fam oh, oh okay okay yeah your, yeah your description is better i'm not gonna say what i was thinking thank you um because it's probably racist no nah, this wasn't racist i was just saying, trying to say it smell like booty butt cheeks and feet okay well that's in the I mean, fish market there you guys go ah! um in korea mm-hmm. oh, on a hot day must smell like cat stacks vagina up in there just oh no oh that's worse that's worse okay 
anyway so in this opening montage where we see these where we see these zombies we also see that um you know rick and that crew are heading up to oceanside we hear tara confessing to rick that what happened i like the way this montage was done by the way um because it it told a lot of stuff at the same time right you know because i and this is like my hang up with the show is sometimes because of how well they do shit when they want to just get in gear and finish telling the story Mm -hmm. it makes the episodes where they're stretching the story out so obvious right you know like the right. whole episode where she had to come to grips with should i even tell him that should have been a montage it felt like you could have done you literally could have done that in so much shorter time you didn't need 20 minutes of screen time to do that Mm-mm-mm. you know especially to end without even telling them but they did it so they could save it for this moment where she tells them as they show them gearing up crossing this river like the fucking potomac um seeing the whole crew together like it's fucking you know everybody you could think of was there with them everybody uh like the only person that wasn't there was like rosita maybe that's who was watching judith maybe rosita slipped back saw her unattended and said let me watch they baby yeah you know i think she was the only one that who knows she married in the background but i don't think she was yeah other than like the squirrels were watching judith the squirrels (laughs) yes yeah other than uh alvin chipmunks serenading her on a cassette tape yeah other than the extras that's the only main character that was there so um they they all squad up and they're going to ocean side and enid asks carl is he does he ever think about who he's killed and he says yeah and then they um they show michonne climbing up a tree with a sniper rifle as part of the plan to take um take over oceanside and rick asks is she good and she says good enough uh because uh michelle learned how to shoot that sniper rifle yeah she did that's crazy man she really self-taught oh. herself um <laughs> always ain't shit he just wrote in the in the chat that the ancestors aka the black men of judith's past are watching her mm, that's who's uh-huh. doing it somebody got to photoshop them into the uh to the Malcolm X and Martin Luther King in heaven, oh. watching, watching, uh, watching Judith. Make it official. Smiling, watching Judith. All right, so. See you. <laughs> I'm going to Photoshop that later. <laughs> I'm going to get, um, like, you know how we put, like, Malcolm X and mm-hmm. Martin Luther King? I'm going to get Tyrese. Past, Manny's. T Dog. Yes. Everybody loves Chris. We'll do it. Um, oh yeah so, good. so then um so then um they uh yeah so so rick asked yeah was she good she said good enough because she's gonna be on sniper duty aaron uh his husband eric is there because he tired of seeing aaron come home with his ass whooped and he basically <laughs> was like look if you're gonna be coming home with your ass whooped, i might as well be here to see how the sausage gets made because i'm sick of being terrified at home doing nothing correct you ain't want me out here but i'm sorry i'm out here you're like i can be terrified out here with you and at least we'll be together correct and then jesus tells daryl that uh you know jesus he should have stopped Sa- sasha and rosita trying to go kill negan on their own and daryl's like nah they good uh sasha's the best shot that we got and rosita knows how to take care of herself um which immediately made you have to think well that definitely wasn't daryl we saw 
at the compound right like at the end of last week's episode because what the fuck are you doing out here with them correct and while they're doing this you can see that they're like laying down some wires and stuff like uh almost like the explosives they got from the highway like they're laying down the groundwork for all that shit um so they um uh so so yeah jesus is like all right then cool you know and then daryl's like and even if they kill negan we still gotta go to war because a whole lot of them need killing and you know daryl has been 100 percent on kill all the saviors i don't give a fuck who they are we killing them all i mean yeah, he killed fat joy and fat joy was like look dog i just want to like he was like right nope, fuck you too he almost killed that dude in the cellar last week and that shit would have fucked up everything he just in kill mode um so uh rachel um the badass chap that girl uh is uh talking to natanya uh and she cussed and said something about shit and natanya's like girl don't cuss and then natanya walked into her house and natanya if you guys remember is the grandmother of cindy she's like the elder stateswoman of the colony she leads the oldest person there probably yeah she leads everybody she's the one that offered tara to stay and gave us some fish soup and all this shit um well latanya walks into her house and tara is in there with a gun and she's like don't yell uh calm down and then she's just like i knew i should have killed you and <clears throat> two things nigga you did try to kill her yes you did what you talking about yes, should have right y'all you shoot, issued the order and y'all shoot like the stormtroopers so that's why she ain't die well, well cindy's no i'm talking about the second time uh, cindy saved her life them two women yeah. she sent out there with her were gonna kill tara they were yeah, she lied were. and said like she she set up that situation where she was like cindy you stay here you grounded uh beatrice and this other woman y'all walk her back and then when they got there and they saw that walker tara had to run for a fucking life because they tried to kill her yeah she put it together like yeah, yeah. Y'all that whole thing that whole thing is we will kill you if we have to survive and keep ourselves secret we will kill your ass that's what they do so i don't have sympathy for them fuck you like y'all got a hardcore policy of killing motherfuckers if there's a one percent chance something could happen to you that's that's y'all's isolationist policy but that means y'all have to get treated like an enemy from time to time like can't trust y'all um so yeah and then uh terror was trying to like talk it out with her and then cindy came in with a load of clothes and tara was like hey cindy and cindy turned around was like what you doing back here and she's like i didn't have a choice basically y'all need to surrender my friends out in the woods we just want these guns and we gonna leave but y'all gotta give up the guns because we want to fight the saviors y'all could join us and the time was like hell no we ain't joining y'all um and uh tara was like look man last time i was here uh beatrice told her that rick and them hadn't killed all the saviors like i don't know if y'all remember that part but tara was like oh my people they killed the saviors we got we're a real good group we're fine and and beatrice was like your group dead baby right that that they look a bit bigger than they thought yeah she's like y'all don't have no fucking idea who do y'all think killed all the men in our compound like there's a lot more of them than however many you saw at the outpost and she's like nope nope we got them well she got home and found out these niggas had killed her friends killed her boo thing yep i mean she she they were wrong and beatrice and them was right and so she was like we need these guns because we're gonna fight them back and italian cindy was trying to talk it out and they wasn't feeling it 
and tara was like well they didn't give me much time i got a certain amount of time and i got to signal these niggas and they won't shoot if i don't signal them they're gonna blow shit up and uh she they ran out of time special envoy since dennis rodman <laughs> you didn't like <laughs> you didn't like her negotiation tactics don't, don't don't send that bitch back to north korea for nothing mm. please I feel like Jack. I feel like Jack Bauer would have went in there and just shot somebody and got it over with. Oh yeah, yeah I, I almost felt like that would have made things go faster and smoother. You know, after playing enough Mass Effect, uh, I feel like I'm yeah. I'm very good at establishing contact with uh, new colonies. Yeah, you but I'm gonna be honest. Jack Bauer would have got this shit done in five minutes. He would have put a gun in Natanya's head, took it to Town Square, and said everybody leave your guns i shoot this old woman brains out right don't fuck with me i got snipers in the trees chloe giving me satellite reads yes chloe like this is a wrap but um yeah they didn't send jack bauer they said tara no that'd have been uh chloe send me uh an infrared shots Mm, uh, they didn't send that's not who they sent they sent tara uh so then it didn't work out they didn't have enough time right she watching the clock going shit I'm not right. I had 24 hours. I blew it. Right. They wasted the whole time talking. The whole time. Just like some women. Am I right, fellas? Come on. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> I know women you guys. Women be talking. Women be talking. Women <laughs> be talking. <laughs> Woo. They, Lord, Lord, Lord. Women can talk. Yeah, she was talking to some men. It would have been a whole different thing. But you talking to women, so they wanted to drag the shit out. All right. So but then. Men was talking in 140 characters and getting nothing accomplished. <laughs> so then um, so then um she was doing tweet longer they was like nah bitch i ain't trying to read all that so then (laughs) funk master flex favorite part of the episode came up because they started dropping them bombs (laughs) 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 it's like be clear new york and he was like in another one (laughs) (laughs) yeah so bombs was blowing up in the back and women was running around crazy like yes (laughs) I'm like, get the kids, get the babies, run. And of course, Beatrice and that other woke, uh, the woman that's also did security that tried to kill Tara. I forget the other woman's name, sorry. Amazing. But they, um, they were both like, the armory. And they started running towards the bombs. And they, they ran up close to the armory and where they keep the, uh, guns. And Michonne shot two sniper bullets right into the ground in front of them. Amazing. So they stopped running. And then Rick and them, the rest of the people surrounded those two and jesus like just just put down the gun don't you don't want to do this and then she did and they they tied up beatrice and the other woman and see jesus out here saving lives mm-hmm, jesus saves mm-hmm. and they took the women to uh the middle of the woods where they tied them all up or, or not even tied them up they just had them all on their hands and knees and they're like look we just want the guns just give us the guns we'll get what we need and then we're out of here um and no one needs to get hurt and all that stuff um meanwhile uh natanya and cindy weren't feeling the deal that they were offered by tara and decided to bum rush her and take the gun thing is gun wasn't even loaded Mm-mm. uh which natanya then took a gun that cindy had gotten and was like you know like march these bitches out of here like you know whatever and they grabbed tar and was like uh you are hostage now so they bring her to the swap meet uh with all the women ah! uh tie on the women that are on their hands and knees and shit and they're like listen we can um 
we can like y'all can leave peacefully and leave us our guns and leave us alone or we can get into some gangster shit what y'all trying to do oh they was ready because tara basically had to tell michonne don't kick her michonne was like oh i will take i will smack the hell out yeah of yeah tara was oh, like the soundtrack from set it off started mm-hmm. see that ah! song what's it gonna be mm-hmm. cause i can't pretend listen a real thug would have tried to turn in an angle where michonne had the best shot but tara ass is out there like michonne don't do it right that old woman had had that gun to her hand to do you really want to be about some gang shit right (laughs) all right let me go to the next segment because we about to get cut off i'll I'll bring everybody right back on screen no problem baby give me one second um there we go should be up in in a little bit um but Rick was basically out there like, Look, I told you I wasn't stepping to. I ain't disrespecting you, son. You wanted to be one way. What? You wanted to be one way. Man, I don't you know wanted what to you... be one Man, way. Stop! Stop saying that. But it's the other way. Mm hmm. She wanted to be one way. Uh, all right, I just invited her back on. Okay. And we'll get right back into it. Um, But, yeah, she was... Natanya, I mean, she's like, listen, I'm an old white woman. I done been through some things and seen some shit. Right. And, uh, you I'm know... I'm here for y'all bullshit. Right. Uh, I said invited a few seconds. I don't know what that means. I think I already hit invite, so... I don't even know what that means. Invited in a few seconds. Mm-hmm. All right. New message. There she go. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. So then, um, Natanya's like, listen, I'm old. I'm tired. I done lived a long life. I'm getting too old for this shit. And y'all, y'all must have forgot. Okay. They killed all, <laughs> they killed all our men. Um, she was like, we did. We tried to fight back shit. Right. Um, we ain't trying to fight. And then Cindy was like, Tara is they gonna fight the savers and we we wanna um we should they want us to join up with them and then beatrice was like maybe we should try and the time you could tell she was losing the group she's like you've forgotten you've all forgotten and like y'all y'all getting too soft we need to kill everybody um without our guns they're gonna be killing us um and then um the then uh the zombies suddenly while well, rick's i mean michelle saw through the sniper scope uh the zombies from the ocean just happen to be drawn to the explosions right and the big ass group start coming out of the woods and rick and them got in no formation was like all right get wait till you get 10 uh yards behind the line da 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 get it they gave all the women the knives yeah. and shit and it was like free yeah they cut set everybody free and was like y'all kill the zombie we're gonna kill them together and they did like well-oiled machines and the women from oceanside was killing the fuck out them zombies with them knives yeah they was and rick's people was of course killing them and i think what this illustrated was how organized and efficient rick's group was mm-hmm. and it made them feel like okay maybe these are some badass motherfuckers maybe they should have these guns because we shoot like the fucking stormtroopers over oh, here terrible all we're doing is, is shooting inside these maple trees or whatever trees these is out here yeah natasha talking about having guns but when you niggas all shoot like cobra come on you can't you can't it really don't matter y'all don't even have target practice what is wrong with y'all 
y'all got like two people that take it serious um so then one of us a psychopathic uh psychopath uh 10 year old crazy 10 year old rachel rachel yeah rachel was stabbed she got one she killed one in the head um so then um rick and them pack all the guns up because beatrice shakes hands with rick at the end like cool we it's we've yes take the guns and then tanya's like you, you they're all gonna laugh at you or whatever she just hated it ah. and then she was like just take the damn guns and go and she walked off and then um no she got hit upside the head somewhere in this oh yeah i forgot yeah, yeah my bad when michonne called for said the walkers are coming mm-hmm. uh cindy took that moment to punch her grandmama in the head and knock her ass out right, she was, i'm tired of you bitch she sure did now i thought cindy was part brown of some type but she must be 100 percent white because you can't hit your grandmama <laughs> and then just act like it's cool after that like whether you <laughs> whether you wanted to or not you have now joined the revolution and your ass is leaving with rick and them oh oh yeah yeah she's gonna have to go yeah ain't no i'm gonna be up under your roof eating fish soup after this Mm-mm. that's it them Girl, days are gone i'm not gonna lie you got your, your black ass got pack a bag while i'm knocked out and get the fuck out because if i wake up you are a dead person yeah but apparently it don't work that way in the, that ocean side she knocked her grandmama out uh they killed the walkers she'll, she'll just they'll just talk it out over tea as soon as she wakes up <laughs> yeah <laughs> she gonna call her natanya instead of grandmama um oh. so she knocked her out and shit and um yeah so so then you know they killed the walkers together beatrice and them shake hands with rick and they basically realized look the weapons are better in y'all's hands and we do think y'all are capable of killing them and you know worst case scenario we don't have no guns right um and they really did take all their guns now i think i like that they took all their guns i think rick and them have learned a lesson from dealing with the junkicons when they don't know how many guns is enough you know they just show up if they would have said well let's let them have half the guns we'll take half George Collins might show up and be like need fourth as much or whatever the fuck you know four time mini four time done up 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 i'm like uh what the fuck uh so yeah they said give us the gun uh take out we taking all the guns gabe was like do we really gotta take all the guns and rick was like yes Yes. he was like to the windows to the walls we want all the guns Mm mm-hmm um and then and uh they would actually give them back afterwards i'm like yeah with no blue right that that's a noble concept good luck right we'll give we'll we'll holler at y'all you know it's gonna be like the guns both eyes but they're gonna stay at my house ah. so then carl tells enid from that conversation from the beginning of the show he goes uh it's not just the ones i killed i think about the ones i didn't kill too right um which, that's how we know carlos also is psychopath crazy crazy deranged so he's like aria he'd be he'd be scrolling through names in his sleep mm-hmm. ah you know i could have killed negan i just had it i didn't plan it right um i mean in his mind you know uh, i think he'd be dead if he did yes he would but uh yeah so he said he thinks about that shit and um tara also um tells them we'll bring some guns back when it's done and then cindy says some of them will do want to go with them and fight the saviors but it's not a unanimous decision so nobody can go to which i'm like i get it because i think a lot of people's ideas like well just leave but that's also because we're used to rick's group and 
y'all think that's stupid by the way when sasha and rosita say they're gonna do some shit people be like you stupid mother fuckers don't do that shit and they complain right so on the one hand i'm like i wish some of them went but the reason i actually wish they went was um because i want to see some of those women become recurring characters and my and in my personal opinion i think they're going to end up going anyway in my opinion eventually mm. they're going to end up leaving their grandma there by herself i think i'm like fuck you bitch mm. we you, you know because they're younger and they you know they still got a spark in them that old woman she's older she's like fuck it all my fight is gone and they're like we who who wants to stay here in the fucking over here eating fish bones forever grandma it's time to go yeah i can see that i mean i can see them maybe being like a calvary type thing but but also in in all fairness i can see them not coming you know like i can see them really fighting this war and oceanside don't have much to do with anything um but like i said i wish some of them went because i don't expect them to spend a lot of time in that community but i wish a couple of them went um and maybe a couple of them will come because i do like cindy i do like beatrice yeah, I would I, like seeing them become recurring characters. Yeah, and I, in my I opinion, have a feeling that some of them were would actually join up with Rick and them. Yeah, they were probably just gonna sneak out and just you know fuck it and go. Yeah, yeah. so there's gonna be some type of referendum. Yeah, I think so. But, I I think that everybody quote unquote may come because they've already got a vote on it. And then the rest of them be like, I'm going back home. And they be like, cool, we ain't going back. See, my thing is, when they, when not with the whole everything, everybody may come thing, I don't think when they said it has to be unanimous that they really meant everyone has to go. What I think they meant is it has to be a unanimous decision that we're going to send our fighters. Because they don't have, okay. they actually don't have a lot of fighters. Mm-mm. They have about four or five women that we've seen that carry guns and protect the camp. Right and of those we're gonna have to get more people who are willing to you know volunteer and learn how to fight they have to learn how to shoot because they really can't shoot for shit yeah it will be a lot like asking they're asking a lot of other people yeah it will be a big ass ordeal but and also more like for me more importantly if at this point if their fighters left they really would have zero people that knew how to fight Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i can kind of see them being like look y'all took our guns um y'all can't have our soldiers y'all like that's enough like we we don't even got guns we gotta protect ourselves somehow um so it felt i don't know for me it felt real and it felt like different communities need to have different ways they work right every community can't be coming as you and do what you choose like alexandria or whatever um i kind of i kind of think and this is just me you know this is just my um my guess the fighters are going to pretty much vol- um, get people to volunteer and mm. go with them, and except for like the really old people and the really young, and the, like the babies, mm. everyone is going to go because they're mm. going to realize that come one point or another, they're going to have to you know wage this war. Mm-hmm. So it's better to go in prepared, right, than to not be involved at all. And then when the when things settle you're not going to have any type of like bargaining chip because you didn't put in. So it's like you fight and you see what happens afterwards or you, you know, just remain in the dark and you know nothing. And then when Rick and them come back, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really have any terms. Like you just got to go with what they tell you. So you become their bitch because you didn't. Well, it's going to you know? be interesting. Cause like, I don't think Rick and them would, you know, make Oceanside, 
Okay, no, you know, I don't think that they would, but right, but they would be in a weakened position. Yeah, but like, and then like they don't have guns, so they're already in like pretty much the weakest position, right? Um, and but but the thing for me is I could see them, uh, and, and depending on how it's done, it could be corny. I could see them like coming in on some like the war effort is down. We don't we don't have enough fighters. We you know it's gonna take everybody, and then maybe a group of them come through like we got y'all back give us some guns or whatever like something like that if they want to continue to have this community i have this other theory but i'll say it after you can go ahead no problem and i i'm i guess in my opinion i agree with ashanti i think that everybody of age that is willing to fight is gonna go i think that i don't know if they're gonna do the montage or something they show like somebody over somebody over there's gonna train them like you gonna see something where they out there with everybody else because you still have people that's learning yeah. So they they gonna join the class at the one hundred level with the two hundred people, and I think they're gonna learn, and I think that uh, they're gonna join the fight. Or it might be something where they the fighters might actually train them at Ocean Shot and then bring them along. I don't know. All right, I won't front. I feel a little weird being too specific with this show because this show's crazy as fuck. Correct. Um. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know like and if y'all are right I'm gonna be like wow y'all killed that because I like I don't feel that confident in what they're gonna do but my other crazy like thing that could happen and that will be super wild is if they come back after the fat the war's been fought and you know I'm assuming our people will win because the show is not called Negan um ah. it would be super crazy if they go back up there and all the women are really dead like it's uh, it's decimated ah. they literally did cost those people their lives by taking their guns because their thing is when they leave natalia's like we don't have guns like y'all y'all have killed us and the cost of war being in order for us to win we took all these people especially the way they went over the top with we're taking all their guns correct like there was no semblance of like and here's a couple to protect yourself I really there feel is no rationing. It is World War Two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is all or nothing. All the essentials is going to the government right now because we need it. Right, and it's not like they came with them and was like, "We now y'all gonna be another mouth to feed, or we're gonna protect you." They didn't offer them anything. They just took the guns. So it would be. I mean, it's kind of dark and twisted or whatever. But it would, but be-, it would be super uh, wild if they came back in the middle of next season sometime or something and that fucking whole village looked like it got ransacked because somebody came through and just killed everybody you know and maybe we get to see tara gripe with come to grips with what she actually did because they go into detail on the end of the scene um um where after you know they talk about natanya not being out there to see them had the guns and stuff um rick asked uh well first rachel asked why they aren't leaving weapons so that's like the second or third person to bring it up wow. and, uh, and 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 uh tara flips her off because you know fuck that little kid right she's um the and then rick asked tara if she feels bad and tara's like nope i'm a white woman and they just keep going ah! uh but she's like no you know like i don't have to feel bad or something like that and i was like tara would feel super bad if she came back and then people was dead yeah you I, know I, I think that would be a great way to show the consequences in my opinion i think this would be a great way to show the consequences of their actions because i think that the shit they did at that outpost just running to going in and killing people calls nigga to respond 
and it's one of these things where in nigga's mind y'all bad people y'all y'all came and y'all before they got them y'all just came and just killed some people that didn't do shit to you mm-hmm. so i think this would show consequences of you just you just going out and just being not having any empathy or sympathy for anybody yeah it's just interesting like war does strange things to people as they yeah, say um and then like if Tarek comes back and everybody's dead except rachel and then rachel kills her like uh kenmar kenard did omar in the wire that would be that would be the best ending ever for her um so then yeah, yeah. that little girl gangster went some yeah she probably she, and she the only one to survive mm-hmm. so then rick and crew return to alexandria they see rosita's back she opens the gate jesus and sasha ask i mean jesus and enid ask where sasha and rosita doesn't answer but she's like somebody wants to see y'all then she takes them to the cell that morgan built shout out to morgan the real mvp come on people slept on that cell right that cell getting a whole lot of use long time to build that cell too can't just be a fucking uh kill them all society guys right some some things gotta be some other penalties anyway um and inside of the cell is dwight wearing daryl's leather vest and daryl daryl immediately goes off yeah daryl lunges at this dude because he's like this nigga got on my vest give my bike back you know with my crossbow right um yeah rick holds daryl back and then he turns around and rosita says he wants to help us and rick says is that true you want to help and dwight says i do and then rick pulls out that big big ass gun and puts it in his face he's like get on your knees and suck everybody's dick in here i don't (laughs) I don't know why he told him to get on his knees to be honest i don't know what that meant but he told him to get on his knees oh because they had to get on their knees oh okay i don't know like are yeah. we supposed to feel like he's gonna kill him though possibly i don't think he is but possibly but possibly yeah yeah because i mean it's obvious that would be such a waste to kill this dude yeah because he has so much information and rick realizes that but i think it's one of those things where he's like hey uh, you're gonna feel something all the bullshit we had to go through because of you we're not gonna make this easy like yeah they they literally got on their knees and watched their friends die bitch yes you are gonna get on your knees i guess my thing is since he ain't there with no friends it just feels stupid for me like i think maybe they did that for the audience for people to just okay. feel like they gonna kill the white you know um also you know for me personally i don't feel anything for dwight so if they shot him in the head i wouldn't give a fuck uh but you know it might be a problem with negan and them if you kill dwight but because he don't know dwight ain't loyal you know correct but uh yeah so uh what are y'all looking forward to next week karen i'm looking forward to the beginning of the war i think something's going to start i'm looking forward to uh what uh what you call it uh um gonna do in his limousine ride like you know is, is he gonna call and text in advance to let them know he coming mm-hmm. um great gregory yeah um to see what 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 he up to um in my theory i think that he gonna end up making them go to war before they have to by just going up there telling i think he's been quietly on low keep keeping them informed and i know it might sound fucked up um i know enid quote-unquote enid has changed but it will be really fucked up if she was the one leaking the information oh yeah i definitely wouldn't see that coming at this point because mm. i've always my suspicions has because she was used to climb over the wall and shit and go i'm like where the fuck is she going 
Mm. Well, I feel like they probably explained all that, but if uh you know, if that that would be a long con. If they did that shit, like that would definitely be one where uh it would blow a lot of people's minds cuz I think she's been suspicious yep. and then and then but then she's been not suspicious much longer than she was suspicious correct uh and i thought they probably kind of cleared it up that she had like a fight or flight thing with that just stay safe whatever so i feel like they really um did a good job of like canceling out the suspicion about her so yeah if they bring it all the way back to that that'd be a huge callback i think it's gregory because i think i think also gregory has just been there to see all the shit like they did too much shit at hilltop knowing that that dude was a sniveling coward correct and and, and maggie even said cowards are the, the worst people you know and maggie is a threat to him so mm-hmm. right. and she don't trust that dude and he got cucked in front of her you know uh ashanti what are you looking forward to next week i am looking forward to see if the uh junkticons have um advanced their english and started incorporating pronouns into their sentences come on Um, um i'm actually looking forward to seeing whether or not um sasha can you know get her rubik's cube of crazy together get all the colors matching on all sides so that she can figure out a way to kill Negan with that pill uh so Mm. she has to really fight herself she has to be clever about this if she's going to you know get out so she could probably you know do the you know the mole spy thing try to assassinate him on the low Mm. but she has to be smart about it and we know she you know tips into crazy pretty easy Mm. uh so i want to see how she manages to if she gets close to negan enough to do it and how she does it and whether or not she kills eugene along the way because i feel like that's coming uh yeah those are all things i'm looking forward to as well i mean um you know i do want to see how dwight talks himself out of getting killed like what does he say while he's on his knees because i feel like he's gonna have to say something because uh, i don't have any your knees and tell me you love me yeah yeah i i think something like like i'd have to see something like that um and no, but uh, gonna kill him. i want to see what's gonna happen with the kingdom because in the preview they show zeke walking around with that tiger outside the um walls of the kingdom uh so i want to see like how they're getting information and i do think uh next week sasha's probably gonna die is my guess because uh if she tries to poison negan and it don't work because she only got one pill and dwight said it would take like two to kill negan eugene oh yeah eugene Eugene. sorry karen so uh, eugene said he would try to kill it would take two to kill negan she don't know that so if she really wanted that pill for a weapon to kill negan um it might not work or he might catch her or something like that um and i think he's gonna use her uh the way he used daryl when he went to alexandria because he thinks they're up to something so i think he's gonna show up with with her in tow where you know push gun to shove he'll kill her in front of everybody you know yeah that that's true too and and i think something like that may kind of strike off the war yeah oh yeah i think whatever's happening 
the war is starting next week officially like right i don't think they're gonna get uh the neat attack that they've been planning Mm-mm. but i think they'll probably square it away where like they gave the guns to the junkicons already uh the saviors have i mean the kingdom has guns you know alexandria um is gonna see negan at the gate and shit and then i think they won't be able to it'll like the reason it'll drag out for half a season to a season next year is because it won't be a neat battle because it's not going to start on the timing that they would like to have it that's true and to kind of go back to something ashanti said i think that um she is going to use those pills shasha shasha is going to try to use that pill i think something's going to happen he's not going to die and i think in return he's not going to kill her he's going to kill eugene in front of her and then because you know because i think those two chicks may have told him even though they was talking to the eugene and eugene was like what if you tell him he not gonna believe you they may have told him okay you know this this is my thing like they may have yeah, told no no him. no it's i mean you know we all got different theories right like they may have told him and he kind of kept it back there and was like nah i ain't gonna worry well, about that them. like eugene yeah. was right in that if he if, if they went and told megan that would it like impact them more like negatively so I can't, kept it I can't see Negan. I think Eugene figured Negan out when he said he kills the person that's the least disposed, like the most disposable. Like, okay. to him. Like, there's another Dr. Carson. Fuck him. Kill him. Uh, mm. I don't have two Dwight's. You know what I mean? And I think okay. when it comes to, uh, Eugene. So he, he knows his place in the pecking order. Yeah, I think when it comes right. to Eugene versus Sasha, he definitely killed uh, Sasha more than he killed Eugene because Eugene got by. utility. You know, Sasha ain't done nothing as of yet true. to earn her place in his keep. Mm-mm. And if she tries to kill him, I don't think she gonna, he gonna look at it like you care about Eugene because I think he's just gonna be like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you now and kill you in front of your people and teach him a lesson about rebelling against me okay. or something that, like that. that. That's my guess. Now I'm not saying. I don't know any more than you know. So, I mean, your theory might be the one that, I don't know, honestly. It, right. it could go either way. It could go anyway. Right, because he might be like, who gave you this? Yeah, 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 yeah. And find out Eugene do, did it, so he might fuck him up. But then again, he might just assume that she did it. Or she might be like, I did it on my own accord. Even even yeah. if she could rat him out, he ended up fucking her up. So, who yeah. knows, man? Who knows? Because, yeah, he yeah. would want to know I where that pill came from. battle sequence to look like, you know, um, at the end of Glory. Mm-hmm. Where the fifty fourth storms the beaches to try to get at Fort Wagner, and then um, uh, what's his face from Ferris Bueller goes down first, and then Denzel, and that's Rosita. I really want her to die. Mm. And then oh, like, yeah, she, oh, she, she comes up like no, she gonna grabs the flag and then gets shot, and mm. then both get tossed in the same mass grave together. Beautiful scene. I hope they die exactly like that. Like I really do. Well, they said it won't be ending on a cliffhanger this year uh supposedly so we'll see let's get to this feedback um fireman says hey karen's husband and rod's wife another episode of the walking dead down uh one to go here's my thoughts for the episode one how would you rate that punch cindy hit her grandma with lol only white people would knock out their grandma and it'd be okay you know 15 yard penalty come on that's i why, said suspended for a game that's why, that's why black that's why you gotta listen to the black version of the review shows white people not even picking up on this Mm-mm. number two have you noticed tara returned and no one asked for heath right where is Heath? 
uh like he got swept under the rug which is kind of what his hair looks like oh didn't she say she lost him or something like that or yeah didn't she explain that we know that yeah we yeah i think this person is just making a joke oh but yeah he uh he even on the return to oceanside they didn't even say she didn't even ask have y'all seen he washed up in washington dc and the clock started number three where is pure uh poor judith uh she probably up in her room with judy winslow sitting up in my room she probably went up to her room and she's never coming down ever returning until she's doing porn for west coast productions (laughs) p.s p.s love the show and you guys and karen congrats on the jamaica trip a jamaica trip i'm getting married oh yeah congrats seriously i'm getting married in the end of june and i'm going there for my honeymoon the week of the july 4th fireman congratulations uh let's see um eve writes in or eve writes in hi rod karen and ashanti my heart is broken because i think sasha is a goner she went to the black acting school and acted her butt off so well that she convinced dense has eugene that she actually wanted to kill herself i believe she was trying to get a knife so she could run up on negan with it you could tell by the look of disappointment on her face that she didn't want to die when eugene slipped her the pills uh i was surprised that negan didn't try to make sasha his wife because she would have been the baddest chick in the stable i mean she would have had to get some instructions from that other black woman on what's up with the hair products but yeah come on uh i guess she uh he thought her big beach ball sized lady nuts would be better utilized another way well that's the thing he keeps some women around him that just kill yeah he does like not every that's the thing about that harem shit that i mean it sucks uh whatever because i think in the think piece way people want to get more into the nuances of like what exactly is rape culture and what is consent but i think there's a um there's like a inner working to their economy and their their hierarchy there mm-hmm. where it's not like the only women you see that in that are like sex slave ass women mm-hmm. like it seems to be a society that to some extent allows women to do whatever they want to earn their keep in their place quote unquote correct um and we've seen women that work in us in the shop area women we've seen leadership. women that work in leadership positions we've seen women that have um you know the the guns and and yep. the woman that showed eugene the ropes around the the this facility oh, that right. basically then, asked Spencer do you want to come back to you know like so it's not like every woman walking around they gotta give it give it up to negan um uh, i just think uh in our it's in our a minds very, it's a like, highly structured you know society i mean yeah from it looks like us like the you know the sanctuary is complete anarchy right but he has drones like those are the people that have to like work to earn points to buy stuff mm-hmm. so you have like your proletariat at the bottom there and then you have like your class of middle managers yeah that, like it's a you know, whole thing everything and then you have like like he's like Gaddafi and that he has like those like special like women like mm. you know to protect him and all that stuff so he has a very you know stratified clear class distinctions among everyone so mm. yes yeah, it's still he sees something special in you he'll develop he'll yeah. figure out a way to bring you up and that's why Eugene is comfortable because he understands where he is yeah it's still off-putting and he's still a bad person in my opinion still a horrible guy but i can i can see how in his mind he doesn't think he is no he doesn't you know what i mean i can see how in his mind he thinks this shit is like just 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 the way the world has to be now it's like 
uh and no it doesn't but um yeah so uh ev goes on to say um speaking of eugene wow just wow what a damn coward he is i understand that he's scared and never wants to feel that way again but to be that far up negan's ass after what he did just gives me very little reason to respect him yeah that's the guy you show to rick's group if you really want to show you know a slave um (laughs) that being said i still think there's a five percent chance eugene isn't completely gone because he was trying hard to get sasha to join the dark side what how is that a positive Uh that if anything that shows you how gone he is mainly because i believe he was trying to convince himself that he made the right decision and to be honest even giving sasha those pills was a big risk because with sasha dead negan doesn't have a hostage if negan were to find out that what eugene did he would have he would get the furnace faster than glenn's eye popped out uh wow he may not come back to team alexander in the finale but i feel the next season he may have a burst of courage uh i'll say this to not shoot down your whole idea uh because i i feel very strongly differently than that but i will say this we've seen a guy like him have courage in the past uh in a situation where i was like i would not if you could have told me anybody i would have picked him last as the person that drove them 37 minutes in that damn rv okay yeah so i will give you that much on like maybe the show will feel like there'll be a a moment where he just does something really courageous that we never see coming because he's normally a coward but i don't think they've earned or built up any of this shit about him somehow having this secret plan and and all the shit that people were saying i don't see how any of that is up for debate at this point he's clearly a coward and clearly he will never be a legend never he'll never be a legend um by the way thank you for getting me onto that show listen it's so good (laughs) it's so good my nick um all right so uh tower she also goes on tara rolled up on the tanya like sophia from the color purple you told harpo to beat me (laughs) but i knew i knew tara was too soft to actually take a loaded gun rick man i'm not gonna front that was the last thing i expected when they took that gun from her she's like it's not loaded i was like of course the hell of course you just came up here for a show all right um but yeah rick's crew took oceanside shit like the saviors and it's kind of made me think briefly what makes rick's team any better than saviors in oceanside's eyes right i mean they didn't kill all the men i guess i don't know yeah no men to kill i mean look one thing that is underrated on this show and i think as people that aren't living in zombie apocalypse we take it for granted Mm -hmm. um the impetus to get revenge is a real motivation and the show often uses that so i can understand the logic in oceanside of being like oh all you need is our guns to kill the motherfuckers that kill my husband and my son take them take them i like i personally don't feel like i can go fight that battle Mm -mm. but if if i can give a gun to the motherfucker that'll do it take all the guns you know i can see why some and like it it wasn't a unanimous decision um but i can see why some of the women would have been very gung-ho to be like yes please do this you know look at how many people just after 9-11 got super super i'm into the military and patriotic and shit right signed up and everything right and let's beat some muslim people in the street and some sikhs because we don't know the difference like um <sighs> look at how people were acting after that shit and 9-11 didn't really happen to everybody no you know what i mean like not in a personal way like if you came and killed my son and my husband in my face mm-hmm. that shit might i might be on some like yeah. fuck you right. 
and i can't do nothing about it but if i had a chance to help somebody that did i would help them you know so to me revenge is an underrated plot device on this show and either you believe in it or you don't but i believe in it so it made sense to me yeah, that's a burning fire that did this mm, it'll make people do some stuff mm-hmm like when she said you all you don't remember you guys don't i was like no that's the problem they never forgot natanya right like you tried to turn you're trying to turn it into fighting back is bad and they're like no i i would have given my life that day you know correct <laughs> anyway um she goes on to say uh oceanside is between a rock and a hard place on the who they can trust i do hope they decide to join the fight but rick could have left them with some guns to protect themselves i agree i don't blame them if they say fuck you to fighting with rick as for dwight uh he can keep his ass at the sanctuary i don't trust him if i was rick i would have said get on your knees and suck these nuts fuck him forever can't ah. wait can't wait for the finale eve yeah i hear you um yeah and i'm on team fuck dwight too but like uh matter of fact more than anything you said about eugene um coming back like more than the reasoning you gave the reason i can see them trying to turn eugene back is because of what they're doing with dwight because i think dwight is irredeemable and yeah. but somehow Listen, the, he's gonna die daryl's gonna take his ass out yeah because some but somehow the show wants us to believe that he's not you know what i mean whether we agree or not the show thinks putting him in that cell and saying he wants to help is something that us as an audience are looking at going okay so dwight is gonna help them somehow like can we like we're supposed to at least be like can you trust dwight maybe after that letter he got and all that shit and i like while i see the story elements lining up and i see what the story they're telling i am not there yet because he just was too good enjoying making people suffer uh last yeah, one check your check your dms mine oh yes please all right and twitter all right cool checking it right now uh and we got one more email and uh that's it uh as soon as these dms come up come on da- damn it yeah let me just check it on my phone good god what's going on <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god guys Ashanti's already made the Judith Guardian Negroes uh, art. Oh my god! You got the pick. I, I will give me a sec. I had to click on it um, and bring it up on my. I'll bring it up on um, the share screen. On the share screen, and I'll show you guys. <laughs> Ashanti, how do you do these so fast? Did you go to college for this? Yeah, it- no, I have a degree in political science. Uh, Listen, I just found out. I just realized that there's an app to make your own bitmoji. So I was like wondering how you had those little, those cute little things. Mm. And then I think you said something about. Oh. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> guardian Negroes. <laughs> yep. Yep. You gotta get, you gotta get my man from, uh, you gotta get my man from everybody hates Chris up in there. Uh, yeah. we gotta get Bob. Um, we gotta get Bob up in there. Oh, was, so Bob and um Chris as yeah. well. They were they were Manny's. I'm trying to think. Is there anybody else? Bob wasn't. Bob didn't watch Judith. Oh, he definitely watched Judith at least once. Look, the joke is all the black men that have died have watched Judith. Okay, now I don't know how true it is. 
but we need to keep it going okay okay so should i just put all, all so all all the black dudes even from like that one from season one oh no no, no that was t-dog That's yeah right. yeah all of them because i don't even know if t-dog met judith but that nigga's on the list okay ah! <laughs> everybody's on the list guys um i think t-dog was dead when judith came i don't remember uh yeah so uh and morgan's yeah, alive but you. morgan should be on there too yeah. morgan should be on there all just, the black just, men just sorry to make you do more work while you read the last one uh, <laughs> all right so last email um hey rod and karen and maybe a guest i want to let you guys know that your recast were the reason i started the walking dead around season five so appreciate you guys now under my remarks one i've been with rod and you about eugene from jump he's been a coward since jump and he's still a coward willing to align himself with the greatest chance of survival uh when he told sasha that abraham would have wanted her to submit to negan i thought she was gonna stick that knife through his heart hopefully people have given up on eugene by now because you saw about the last email they haven't they have, no, they're gonna believe it to the end the lesson you guys should take from last week's show is to never put your faith in cowards they will always put themselves ahead of the group number two the moral hypocrisy of rick's group never really sits well with me besides killing people brutally the way they rolled up on ultraside is terribly different from how the saviors rolled up on the group on groups or how the wolves rolled up on them at alexandra i mean i get that they have perhaps a more noble purpose for stealing shit but they're still stealing shit yeah um here's my thing um that i liked about that especially the last scene where rick asked uh tells tara like you you know you good with this and she says no you were right i don't have to feel bad um that's kind of what you're gonna need to survive at some point you're gonna be a more hypocrite dog you're not gonna be able to be the noble good person that does things the right way 100 percent of the time and survive in war it's war at this point so i to me i mean while the show could have set it up to make it seem like there was a noble way they got these guns it wouldn't have felt true it would have felt very convenient if they oceanside just talked to them and gave them all their guns or if they walked up there and oceanside was dead but their guns were somehow still around like it, it just there was no way for them to get those guns without being dicks about it you know and it's almost like we're and we're still gonna go put our lives on the line with your guns and help you out like you may one day live in freedom and it'll be because we were willing to go die for your ass you know so i can understand it because honestly man them guns are useless to those women yeah like if the savings came up there and somebody ran up on them man what are they gonna do they can't you know what i mean they can't shoot they're not really prepared to battle you saw how easy rick and them got the guns from them i mean i don't know man I, but i understand what you're saying i just don't think i just think at some point you got to be okay with being a hypocrite in in the zombie apocalypse yeah and sometimes i think that a lot of times people look at this show and society itself the moral standards are not the same as the the quote-unquote moral standards we have now and so when you look at a society where it's it's shambled you know it's crumbled you don't have police you don't have people regulation regulating mm-hmm. things can't take somebody to a court right you don't have governments you don't have a, a a right to due process and all this type of stuff people everybody comes up with their own rules and regulations almost like their own little small individual kingdoms and the end result is that everybody's gonna have these various variation of different lines of morality 
um number three the dude that negan stabbed why did he why did it take him forever to turn man they get so loose with these rules for when people turn to zombies the zombie behavior is completely dependent on whether the show needs at this point first of all how dare you how dare you lionel the show has always been that way oh yes it has. i remember that episode where it took fucking um um oh god what is her name um it starts with an a they had a whole season about her remember when andrea's sister died and it took a whole fucking episode for that zombie to turn Mm -hmm. season one in Mm -hmm. like but then in the same like storylines different story like people turn faster i think when they went to the cdc they realized that there was no set time for people to turn um Mm -hmm. when they did they showed all those experiments they were doing and stuff correct i I honestly don't i just think it's always been convenient and it's just whether or not you allow that for the show and i just think seven seasons in i'm allowing for convenient zombies it just i'm okay with all of it like it was yeah, because you, the zombies that don't make noise until they write up on people right. the zombies that make too much noise from too far away correct the zombies that attract other people the zombies where you see a fucking can rolling and every zombie decides to follow the can even though they just seen a person right like i, I just i literally am at the point where i'm just like yeah okay whatever you guys say man whatever y'all say yeah it's, it's no i still wonder how these walkers metabolize the shit that they eat yeah i mean even now we have the zombies that are falling apart right like the negan zombies like i don't know how in the science isn't the part i'm worried about like that's that's the thing is since the show never really took much of a scientific approach to like and we're gonna solve it and we're gonna find is it a virus is it it's just like nigga there are zombies what would you do the average person don't have all this fucking know-how to solve it so now you're living in a zombie world how do you operate how do you deal with yeah it? but yeah and that, and we really don't know how long that took for that zombie to turn like we don't know if that was a whole day we know that it wasn't it it couldn't have been the whole day because he didn't let her stay in a room overnight in a different room so i don't even think it was a whole day you know so i don't know man i don't will anyway i don't get caught up on that lastly i'll be interested to see how they wrap everything up thank you for do for doing the reviews thanks lionel mm-hmm. uh um and i'm not fussing at you i just literally just i'm gonna be frank i i don't be caring yeah it, it, some it, zombies can swim I, it just right. it don't seem to have a rhyme some zombies can float yeah like i decided not to look for reasons mm-hmm. in this shit some zombies are just there for scare tactics right yeah <laughs> um and convenience you know like uh maggie's uh sister uh when her the episode with her and daryl mm-hmm. and they was at that golf course wherever the, where the rich people were right she walking and all of a sudden a zombie just pops out of nowhere and you know there'd be times where people barely you know you fighting them off and they gnawing at you you yep. know but you go okay you're a main character odds are you're not going to die and they never get bit until they till they need somebody to get bit like correct we've seen motherfuckers run through a whole goddamn squad of zombies and not get touched and all of them every zombie just apparently just whiffing like they playing bo jackson and fucking tecmo bowl and then and then we've also seen like a zombie just come out of nowhere bite somebody on the neck you know yeah. or it seemed like somebody's just standing there while the zombies biting them and they're not doing shit like it just yeah it's whatever's convenient and i'm i'm at this point i'm okay with it if it was a thing i would get hung up on i probably wouldn't even watch 
the show at this right. point mm-hmm. you know because so it's so late yeah sometimes they come in twos sometimes they come in a pack sometimes right. they come in a squad we don't right. never know what we gonna get it doesn't seem to be a lot of rhyme and reason to it anyway Mm-mm. but uh and I'm, I'm fine with that like that, yeah. that stuff don't but the zombies in my opinion i like the trees they for background effects but you know some people come strictly for the zombies which i completely understand but well not to get too deep but it's like that moment they had on the show where they were like and we're the walking dead not the zombies it's us we're all of us know we're gonna die and turn to zombies so we're the ones who are already dead we just don't know it yet correct um all right guys make sure you check out oh (laughs) uh, uh, oh, you did it just now wow uh all right hold on a second let me see um sorry let me go oh okay all right um but yeah man uh ashanti how can they um how can they you know hear more of you yeah well you can find me on twitter my handle is at not that ashanti um on mtr you can be referred to as a petty or petty Kruger. um i think i might discontinue that since pretty much i really don't go by it anywhere else so yeah, that's where you can find me. Uh, I'm also uh, not that a shanty on Instagram, but be forewarned, I'm the most boring person on there, so <laughs> you may not even want to bother. No, you're not. But, yeah, check me out on the MTR Network, the MTR Premium Network. And follow her on Twitter. She also live tweets with us um, uh, when oh. we do. <laughs> that's so perfect. That's definitely the show art right there. Um, <laughs> Judith, <laughs> Judith Romanis. Where is Judith, guys? Where where now, is that I have, baby? I have half of mine to throw King Ezekiel in there just for shits and giggles. You know, if you do it before I can put up the art, I'll definitely put it on the show. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, so get his headshot then. <laughs> we'll be back. Should I, should I throw in the tiger? Uh, <laughs> I feel like the tiger is not uh, a black man, but you can put him on if you want to. Put uh, her on her. <laughs> uh but yeah uh we'll be back um actually for premium people we'll be back in the morning with a very special episode 200 of balls deep sports All right 200 dollars. Um, yeah matter of fact probably make it open to everybody everybody can we watch should. it i'll even be there y'all karen's gonna be yeah, there another special uh shout out to um marissa welcome to welcome to premium Mm, yep. Uh, I finally got her set up. Um, I don't have I don't have an Android, and so when I got her the uh, premium membership, we were like trying to figure out how to mm. how to set it up. But she's been a big big fan, and um, I I realized after the fact that she didn't have premium, and I was making all kinds of like you know cheap shots at the 49ers. <laughs> all throughout football season i didn't realize she had no premium so it really they, she didn't know well welcome to getting on the low welcome her, to getting money the only two 49ers fan well welcome <laughs> like, welcome I'm to getting trolled okay marissa you're welcome to get trolled now um so yes uh we'll be she back can, she can fight back because now she knows yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and we'll be back tomorrow like i said uh 10 a.m uh me justin and karen will be doing the pregame and we'll do balls sports uh and i'll like i said i'll make the uh spree cast i mean the crowd cast open to everybody yes we will uh, i'll still email premium people but i'll still it's gonna be open for everybody just come on through mm-hmm. and uh hang out with us um and uh yeah until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.